Hey there, Swifties! Welcome back for another episode of Secret Session Podcast. These are your hosts, Noelle and Alice, and today we're going to talk about Get Get Away Car! Finally! (laughs) The day has come, so... Um, This song is the ninth track of Reputation, and it was written by Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff. This is the first song we're breaking down from Reputation. We're so excited. We are. It's not like we were avoiding no reputation on some level maybe we were saying like let's wait for reputation taylor's version but we can't wait yeah so we we began this podcast saying yeah we're going to only break down lyrics from folklore evermore lover because back then we didn't have anything else i guess yeah we still had we still i mean and red taylor's version oh yeah yeah of course and fearless and red but then we were like, no, I have to talk about safe and sound. I yeah. have to talk about it. So we just, yeah. yeah. But finally, it's time for Reputation, which I guess is an album that fans don't really like. There are some fans that don't really like Reputation. I I, mm, I don't know. I think that I Reputation, never, I Reputation when it came out, wasn't well, as loved as it is right now. I think now it's... It's up on every ranking. Yeah. And I think that the Reputation Stadium Tour changed how people saw Reputation. I I remember when I listened to it the first time, I I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. Yeah. And... I guess I wasn't it was a, a weird time back then. I, I, I wasn't a Swifty, but I liked Taylor's music and I did yeah. listen to it. So. I didn't even like listen to Taylor Swift. Like, I listened to the hits. I remember mm-hmm. listening to We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together mm-hmm. when it came out, but I didn't li- listen, you know? Yeah. So I wasn't Swifty. I wasn't even a Taylor Swift fan. Like, I didn't listen to her. And I, re- I regret that for the rest <laughs> of my life because <laughs> I didn't take the opportunity of growing up with Taylor Swift, but yeah. <laughs> I, guess that's I, I, I guess we missed it. But we missed it, yeah. yeah but I guess if I had listened to Reputation in 2017, I would have totally loved it. I I really liked it, but I love it more now. Because I think that I've seen that through the years, I've changed my perspective on Mm. albums. Like, also with 1989, my favorite songs back then are the songs that I listen to the least right now because I don't know I see it from a different perspective I'm older I have different life experiences than in the past so I I see those same albums in a very different way yeah Um, but yeah reputation we love you we love you so much reputation yeah it's in my top three oh well wait no I know I know it's which, which albums are in my top three? I yeah. cannot rank them. No, I can't rank them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I can't. Them, but... but it's like because they're all sister albums to me. It's I like, know. I, okay, I they know. are Reputation, Speak Now and Evermore. Oh my god. They're, they're just, I love your ranking. Yeah, oh my god. They're, they're so similar if I you think know. about it. And I'm that. In my life, I am that. <laughs> I'm sassy, and, but but I'm soft in the inside, and I don't know. No, I think I'm that. I understand that. 
I mean, my top three, I guess, I guess we we're talking about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my top three, I guess, is Folklore, Evermore, and Red Hills version. Yeah, okay. Checks out. Checks out, right? <laughs> yeah. Checks out. But in my mind, Folklore and Evermore are Folkmore. They're, they're uh, the yeah. same album. They're not the same album, because Evermore is different from Folklore. Yeah. It just is. So I put it in the second place, but it's, in my mind, they're still first place together yeah okay. and after that i guess it changes from lover and reputation okay. the fourth place i it, it just changes with yeah i have a top three i i cannot yeah. i can't tell you which one is the first i one. guess uh, immediately, immediately but, um, after that does pick now yes yeah. and i think the lowest ranking no i don't know i don't want to say it. no i know what my lowest I, is i know but <laughs> I, I don't oh, it's not the same as yours, I guess. What is yours? I think Fearless. <gasps> no! I don't know. I, I've i never had really a moment with it. I, I remember listening to it as a younger person, and now I get it, but I I don't know. I have it's my top three, which... of iconic songs i know it is i know it is and it has some of my favorite songs which are you're not sorry tell me why and don't you um and i i love it like it's still i think better than any other album that every other person has the lowest ranking album of taylor swift is still the greatest album ever put out (laughs) you know like i I know I still love them all the same. Like, yeah, they are her children. I love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. No, I equally, I do listen okay? to all of them. Yeah, me too. Like, of course, it's just about how relatable it is yeah, and yes. how. Yeah, I think that's it, basically. So, <laughs> let's talk about getaway car. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we said it was written by Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff. Yep. We love this duo. Of course, we love this duo. <laughs> and we also have a very funny and interesting video that shows the some writing process for this one. Um, it was the last time you saw me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, it's yeah, one of my favorite videos ever. Yeah, no, I, I've seen it. I really um, hope that she would bring back the some writing process videos for yeah. Midnight's. Yeah. But I guess this the songs for midnights were written in different time periods yes while i think repetition was written in like a couple of months i i hmm, i wouldn't be too sure about this but in a very short period of time yeah i think because you know, think... all, all of the karma lost album thing happened i guess and then she no just... but the karma lost yeah it was I don't know, but I'm not a karma truther. I know, you, I know you're not, but <laughs> I am, and I think the reputation was written like in a very short period of time. We know that uh, reputation was written like from summer 2016, I guess, yeah. until like March 2017, or yeah. something like that. I don't know if later, but, but yeah, something like this. Okay, so. Genius says that Roller Coaster Brian Bleachers, you know, Jack's band, is very similar in melodies and beats to yeah. Getaway Car. And I guess it's, it makes sense. It's true. It is, right? Yeah. I mean... I listened to them back to back. Yeah. They have some similarities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it makes sense. 
It's yeah, same it's, and it's not something we're saying in a bad light. No, like, we love not. that. We, I love Rollercoaster. Yeah, it's I, I such a great song. And if you watch the music video of Roller Coaster, there is a car that in my mind it's the getaway car. Of like the, the video car. is this blonde lady on a getaway car. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Lost and, and then she bits up. She bits up um, Jack. Which is funny. Okay, I've never seen the music video. I have to check that out. And it was released two days after um, the music videos, after 1989 was released, which is crazy if you think about it. Oh my it. god! <laughs> That's crazy. That's right? crazy, it yeah. Is. That's the old Taylor. <laughs> okay, so we assume Getaway Car talks about the 2016 Met Gala and the whole. Calvin Harris the slash Stomp Idle Stone situation. And we briefly talked about this, and not really briefly, but we talked about <laughs> this in the previous episode about high infidelity, so yeah. check that out. So let's start with the lyrics. No, nothing good starts in a getaway car. <laughs> yeah, okay, I sang that very poorly. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> We're not going to it. So the first sentence of the song already tells us how it's going to end. Um, we have this getaway car. What is it? So it's a car used by criminals to leave the crime scene. So this tells us that there was a situation from which the protagonist of the story had to escape. We will discover what it is. And we oh, we have this whole crime scene metaphor. Yeah, so when we talk about crime, it's not an actual crime. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. it's a metaphor, guys. But I think everyone knows that. Yeah. So we have the first verse. It was the best of times, the worst of crimes. I struck a match and blew your mind, but I didn't mean it, and you didn't see it. The ties were black, the lights were white, in shades of gray, in candlelight. I wanted to leave him, and I needed a reason. So, it was the best of times and worst of crimes is a twist of the quote. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times, which is the opening line of A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. Can I say that? Like, okay. <laughs> I like Charles Dickens and it's like classic writer, but it's pretty basic. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times, and there it was the worst of crimes. And it's, I don't know, it's much more interesting. <laughs> The Taylor yeah. yeah, yeah, it I mean, is. It she it has to be in the in the English, what is it, literature books. Yeah, it would be fun to learn more from a like a, a literally point of view yeah. about the lyrics in Taylor's discovery. Yeah. And I guess we try to do that. Yeah, but I know that I. I mean, I don't have the knowledge for. I a don't lot of either, things. and I studied this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess confession time. I've never read anything by Charles Dickens. Oh wait, I no, have. I Christmas Carol. I guess I read it, but it's not. <laughs> no, like... I read also something else. I can't remember what it was. I, but I don't really count it. Like it's Christmas Carol. It's still something by Charles Dickens. Yeah, but oh no, not... I read something else. Classic. It was Charles great, Dickens. great something, great, great ex- expectations. Oh yeah. Thanks. I guess I studied Charles I, Dickens I in high school and I read some passages, yeah, 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 I guess, yeah, but I've never really read a book by him. I'm doubting myself, I don't know if I did read <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we study this 
um, these writers so yeah. much that I guess at some point we yeah, forget that we're, we never yeah. actually read some Yeah, so maybe words. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe just Christmas Carol. Yeah, like high school in Italy is on another level. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So here we are officially introduced to the fact that there had been a crime. Yeah. And it shows a duality that we kind of find again in the song. The protagonist is happy that she's escaping a situation, but at the same time she finds herself in another one that isn't like the best. Yep. Okay, if we had uh, I struck a match and blew your mind, we have a couple of parallels. One fits really well, the other one is just like, I don't know. <laughs> the first one is uh, from Dear John with the lyrics, but I took your matches before a fire could catch me. And the second one is from Picture to Burn. So watch me strike a match on all my wasted time. I mean, it's still her lighting a match. I don't know. Yeah, I was. I heard <laughs> match. I was like, picture the burn. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote that like in all caps. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> so the image that she paints here connects back to the criminal background of the lyrics. It's like. She struck an explosive device and that blew his mind. But I was wondering, did she ignite their flame of passion? <laughs> Probably I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't do that on purpose. That wasn't her goal. She just wanted to escape from yeah. that relationship. Yeah. And it just happened. But at the same time, it didn't. He, he didn't even realize what was happening, so it was like. I mean, blurry I, feel, lines. I feel for Tommy also. <laughs> yeah. I would have been blown by Taylor too, so I guess you can really blame him for thinking no, we're, more we're, of we're, that situation yeah. than it was, you know? No, it's. I mean, no blame just, on Tom. Let's just translate this in common sayings. Like, she just wanted a hookup. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up getting more, I guess. Yeah. That was crude, sorry. So, um, no, it's fine. It made me think. Yeah, that's what this is about, you know? Yeah. She wanted just to escape that other situation. She didn't need another relationship. Yeah. Okay, so... The ties were black, the lies were white. Enjoy the way and get a light. Yeah. So. so we know that Taylor met Tom at the 2016 Met Gala and you know. <laughs> All the basic straight white men always wear a black suit with a black tie, which is what Tom wore. Which is nothing against Tom. I'm sure he's a lovely person, I don't know. But what the hell is the Met Gala? It's literally the only place where you have to wear something that is not basic. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the black tie's lyric references the black tie he wore, like yeah. other two hundred white men. But yeah, which is me. <laughs> because yeah. uh, like the Mad Gala every year has a different theme. Yeah. And so you know there was a theme. Taylor wore something that to dress is beautiful. Really I wouldn't have worn it. <laughs> At the mango, I guess. I think it fits with the theme. Yeah, it, not it my favorite thing. Yeah. Not my favorite dress. It's a cute dress. dress. And no, it's, it's... But it's a short dress. No, I liked it. I liked it, but... I don't really... I didn't think it was about the mango. Like, it wasn't just... 
it's cute, but it's not yeah. that Also beautiful. at the Met Gala, we didn't know what happens there. We just like, you see the red carpet and everything and then they go inside and no one knows what happens. Like yeah. there is music, they eat, but that's it. The, it's, yeah. it's like weird. Everything. We don't really get this. <laughs> But we'll get this gala. Yeah, we'll get this. I mean, it's a gala. They just do that. It's not a world show where they. No, but like they go and eat. Wait, is yeah. I guess it's all about the the Met Museum, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All I know from the Met Gala is the red carpet and the movie Ocean's Eight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched it. I haven't. Oh God, watch but it! I, Please I watch it. It's like. I watch it when I'm sad and it makes me just happy. Just that cast is beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And it's also the same director of the first Hunger Games movie. Oh. Yeah. And a white lie is a harmless or trivial lie, especially one told to avoid hurting a person's feelings. So she had no intention to hurt him. And we obviously don't know what these lies were, but I think something like, no, I'm not in a relationship. Uh, yes, I really like you. Uh, but I, I guess. <laughs> and this could also be connected to one of the following lines, which is, I was lying to myself. Oh yeah. And so yeah, those were the lies. We have a parallel with the other side of the door. The lyrics with your face and the beautiful eyes, the conversation with the little white lies. Yeah. Oh, I also think it. always of the song from the Lumineers, White Light. Oh, yeah. It's just a little Beautiful. Yeah. But I guess it's White Light, it's used by everyone yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like it it's is. a common saying. But yes. yeah. So the candlelight is again another reference to the setting, the Met Gala. We have a video again. Of that said, video, yeah, dancing around. Yeah, <laughs> dancing around. And we can clearly see the candles on the tables in the background. And the color gray indicates the gray area of their relationship. They met at an uncertain time when Taylor was still dating Calvin Harris. And the whole situation was very unclear. Candlelight isn't very bright and it makes you see in shades of grey. Yeah, I guess yeah. that was my thought. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe yeah, they're it, the same thing. It's, it's just not very... It's lit. not like a light that shines a light on the yeah. situation. It just makes it more mysterious. I yeah, don't know. More like, faded light. Faded, uh, yeah. Faded but also like light. the shades of grey. I guess it could also be connected to the, the dresses. Hmm. She had a great dress on. So, she needed a reason. She didn't want to be in a relationship with Kevin Harris anymore, but she didn't really know how to live in, I guess. There wasn't a specific reason why she wanted a way out of that relationship, or at least none of the small reasons she had seemed enough. Yeah, but as we said in the previous episode, he never loved her enough. So yeah, that's kind of the <clears throat> That was the reason, but sometimes you think, is it really a reason? You don't know. know. It's like... But she ended up crafting her own reason, infidelity. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, then we have... X marks the spot where we fell apart. He poisoned the well. I was lying to myself. I knew it from the first old fashion. We were cursed. We never had a shotgun shot in the dark. <clears throat> okay, two things about X marks the spot. 
Yeah. Uh, first of all, in the, the first, the first text yeah, the were... first written text that we have that says X marks the spot is from 1813. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and, okay, another thing that is probably unrelated, but there is a movie called X marks the spot that was released in theaters on December 13th. 1931. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's all very tailor coded. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but saying this, Taylor paints this image of a map and she tells us the exact point where they fell apart. So where these um, illicit um, thing crashed. Uh, the line, he poisoned the well, might be a continuation of the tale of two cities. Uh, in the book, a man is hung over a fountain and it's described as quote-unquote poison in the well. I um, know nothing about this. So. No, me neither. But, yeah. <laughs> but I looked for their definition of this saying because I always do that. Of course. And it's so interesting because it contains the word reputation. I was like, yes. Yeah. So here it is. Cause harm to the reputation or credibility of someone or something, especially by spreading false or negative information. So he lied to other people about her while she lied to herself. And I mean, we know this for certain, because yeah. when This Is What You Came For was released, he said that he couldn't see himself working with Taylor, and we know that he wrote that song with Taylor, so he was lying. And he yeah. poisoned the well. He I, gave I, a false information about her. Oh, that's so true. But oh, I, I somehow thought he that didn't, like, he was harm the reputation of Taylor, but he kind of did. So like, he as Calvin Harris. I thought yeah, he. Tom Hiddleston. Because yeah, I, thought, I, I, I was thinking about like that's the spot where we fell apart. So what this thing that started in a getaway car no wait I thought in getaway car she's talking to Tom Lindelstone we no, fell apart is yeah, me but... and Tom and the he is Calvin Harris okay okay yeah, that's that what sense. I thought but yeah well the two relationships kind of fell apart at the same time because the mm-hmm. illicit affair I guess whatever that was started on a shaky start, <laughs> yeah, they were cursed from the old-fashioned, yeah, and the relationship with Calvin Harris kind of fell apart at the same time because she started this yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you know, so that we could be all three together. I don't know. Okay, so an old-fashioned is a drink, and Taylor and Tom were allegedly seen drinking it together. I've seen the photos and they're clearly drinking something, but I don't know how people could recognize that kind of drink. Like it's... I don't, <laughs> I it's, don't even know how an old-fashioned is made. I, I don't oh, know. I read it. It's like a lot of bitter elements. But anyway, the point is that from the very first start, she knew how to would end. And it reminded me of the lyrics from Wildest Dreams, I can see the end as it begins. Oh yeah, that's it. So, a shot in the dark is an act whose outcome cannot be foreseen, or more simply put, a guess. I would add a wild guess, but they never had a shot in the dark. It's also interesting to note that shotgun is used to indicate the front passenger seat, I call shotgun, which fits with the setting of the song. Yep. 
And I think of the the office scene. <laughs> I call shotgun. You're driving. No, no. Uh, we Ryan. It was just yeah. It's just us. <laughs> it was like Ryan was driving and and, and Michael said I call shotgun. Yeah. We're just two people. <laughs> just yeah. We have some parallels yep. from Ron. This thing was a shot in the dark. From Ivy, it's a goddamn blaze in the dark, and you started it. And then we have from Roller Coaster. It's it's not a Taylor song, but it's a Bleacher song written by Jack. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the lyrics are, we were shotgun lovers, I'm a shotgun running away. And yeah, it's both the shotgun, like, shotgun lovers, the, the, the quick love yeah, scheme, yeah, yeah. but also the shotgun in a getaway car. Like, yeah. Let's go on with the chorus. You were driving the getaway car. We were flying, but we'd never get far. Don't pretend it's such a mystery. Think about the place where you first met me. Riding in a getaway car. There were sirens in a beat of your heart. Should have known I'd be the first to leave. Think about the place where you first met me. In a getaway car. No, they never get far. No, nothing good starts in a getaway car. So dramatic. So dramatic. <laughs> At this point of the story, He's the one driving. He's the one who has lit in this relationship. He never let me drive the truck. That's so messed up. Beautiful. Beautiful if you don't get that reference. I'm sorry for you, but... Um. I mean, we should have known we would, would have gotten here because I started yeah. with, like, picture to burn. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, but, but yeah, um, we talked about this car thing briefly, I think in Cruel Summer, Cruel or, summer or, or maybe Betty, or August, oh. uh, something we from the Cruel have, Summer yeah. trilogy, which is the first series we did back in yeah. like August, September, yeah. and we will have to talk more about this getaway car thing. And we will. We will, so we're not going to... To um, talk too much about yeah. it because we ha we want to save that information yeah, for exactly. for um, another I, I time for another in the future yeah. in the near future I guess yeah <laughs> kind of <laughs> so he's the one in the lead I guess and they're flying but it's not enough because they can't seem to escape you know yeah. they never get far mm -hmm. that they never get far is about the getaway cars or like yeah but like those kinds of relationships okay, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> it shouldn't be surprised that the things i'd say their relationship are going in a certain way because it's the same thing over and over again so she tried to escape from to escape the relationship she had with Colin by getting in a getaway car with tom but now she's trying to escape from him too and the place where they first met it's obviously the Met Gala. Also yeah. because in the behind the scenes we have like they're they're saying the the place where you first saw me and then oh yeah you see the light in Taylor's eyes she says met me and yeah. and then Jack says saw me and she corrects him like met me and I was like yeah uh, yeah so yeah even though they probably met before then but we don't care I don't know. Uh, yeah, they said... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. 
What? A rumor that there okay. was an event before that. But anyway, as the song goes on, we understand that the place is the getaway car itself at some point. Because it's like, think about the place where you first met me in a getaway car. Yeah. It's in the next chorus, I guess. Yeah. Riding in a getaway car. Yeah. Yeah. But here we have riding. Then we don't have the, the riding. Yeah, it could also be the continuation of we were you were driving and I said yeah. we were riding in a way getaway car. Yeah, yeah. It could I be see both those the continuation of, kind of, of the where you first met me, but also like the Yeah. I think it's so. Yeah. So they were riding the car and the sirens identify once again the crime scene. They were chased because they were doing something wrong. But who was chasing them? From the lyrics in the second verse, I'd say Calvin Harris himself. Yeah. So then we have uh, Should Have Known I Would Be The First To Leave, which yeah. is obviously connected to Don't Pretend Such A Mystery. Should Have Known she'd live, She Would Leave Him Too. And the relationship that they have was never meant to be a serious one, at least from Taylor's point of view, because it was a rebound and an excuse to leave the other relationship. Yeah. You know, she said it. I wanted to leave him, I needed a reason. That's yeah. This is the reason. Okay, then we have the second verse. It was the great escape, the prison break, the light of freedom on my face. But you were thinking, and I was just drinking. While he was running after us, I was screaming, go, go, go. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but with the three of us, honey, it's a sideshow, and a circus, and a lost story. And now we're both sorry. We're both sorry. First of all, I guess this could be a reference to the movie The Great Escape. There were so many movie references and I didn't even write them all. Like, I mean, it makes sense. Tommy Edelson is an actor. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. For Ryan Fidelity, she did the music references. Yeah. And here she here does the, the film. Yeah, movie. a lot of titles. Yeah. Um, she was able to escape and she was definitely happy about that, especially because her previous relationship was described as a prison. And the light of freedom shined on her. And we have a beautiful picture from, I guess, the day the, um, the news of their breakup got out. Yeah, she was... Um, she was so fucking happy. Like, yeah, she was leaving the gym and she was like... You were like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like looking like a child in a childish yeah. way. Um, I, I don't know. I work like that sometimes. Like accomplishments, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what she wanted, so I guess yeah. she got it in the end. But was that freedom? No. Not really, because yeah. then this thing with Tom Hiddleston continued to happen, I guess. Okay. We have, but you weren't thinking, I was just drinking, so they had their flaws. He wasn't thinking about what they were doing and what he was doing, and she was drinking. And on some level, drink is, drinking is a kind of escape too. She was drunk, she wasn't clear, I mean, we don't know if she was drunk, but she wasn't clear-minded and she didn't really know what she was doing either. It could also be not as, like, drunk, Yeah, no, drunk just was confused drunk. and not thinking clearly yeah. in a general sense. Yeah. And then he, so Calvin Harris, was going after them and Taylor was inciting town to drive faster. This could be a reference to the not very kind words that Calvin Harris wrote on Twitter when the news of Taylor and Tom dating came out. Yeah. And we won't report any of this because... It was why a shitty thing to yeah. do. Yeah. 
And so this love triangle is a sideshow, which is a circus, and so we can't work. Here we have another very subtle reference to the song Love Story, and we know that in both of the stories, the protagonists met an, at an elegant party. And now the that lights, the, the party, the, the bargain, yeah. yeah. And now that the story is coming to an end, they're both sorry for what they've done. Because, yeah, I think on some level, they've both hurt each other. It, it wasn't their intent, I guess. But yeah, yeah, of happened. course. I don't think it was, yeah. So then we have again the pre-course. X marked the spot where he fell apart. E poisoned the well. Every man for himself. That's the change. Uh, and then I knew everyone the first old-fashioned way occurs. He hits you like a shotgun shot to the heart. Uh, this means that there's not any kind of collaboration anymore. Like, everyone has to take care yeah, of themselves. Yeah, it's in reference to every man for himself. Yeah. The so, they're mm-hmm. not trying to meet other people's needs. They're all doing what is best for them. So, she knew from the very first moment that they were cursed, but he wasn't expecting it. And so, when the end finally arrived, it hit him like a shot in the heart. Mm-hmm. The fact that the shot was to the heart is very telling because the heart is associated with love, obviously. And in much simpler terms, he was heartbroken. Yeah. Then we have again the chorus and then the bridge. We were jet set, Bonnie and Clyde, until I switched to the other side, to the other side. It's no surprise I turned you in, cause our traders never win. I'm in a getaway car, I left you in a motel bar, put the money in a bag and I sold the keys. That, that was, was the last time you ever saw me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, jet set is a term used to identify an international social group of wealthy people who travel the world to participate in social activities un- unavailable to ordinary people. Yeah, for. Yeah, for. Um, so I don't really know what she means here, but <laughs> the Met Gala is definitely an activity unavailable to ordinary people. Yeah, I, I guess I interpret it as in they were flying so high that no one could reach them oh, yeah, until yeah, they yeah. could. I don't think it's in a classist way, <laughs> the, the way Taylor <laughs> no, wrote yeah, it, yeah. but true. I mean it's both, <laughs> it's yeah, both. Yeah, but like, she's not... What we're saying that she's not bragging, but no, yeah, no, but, she's not bragging. Yeah, she's I mean, just saying we're they were flying so high that no one could reach them, and yeah, until they could, you know. <laughs> so, um, let's talk very quickly about Bonnie and Clyde. I know we could say so much about this, yeah. um, but I, I didn't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. We'd say that Bonnie and Clyde were a criminal couple who committed robberies in the central United States during the Great Depression. So, and early 30s? Yeah. yeah. Of the 20th century? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they ended up dying because of gunshot wounds by the police, I guess, in yeah, they, 1934. Yeah, they cut, they cut up with them. Yeah. Yes. And so there were this famous couple of criminals and they were successful in their crimes, but then they weren't anymore. Yeah, it's like one of those love stories that is just so romanticized. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I I read something and it was so messy because I think she was married 
Yeah, it, it was a fucked up situation for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the husband was abusive, and then yeah. she ran away to become a criminal. Oh, the husband was a criminal too. And yes, uh, like, I don't know, and she found herself in this other situation with was bad too so and they and they died i think i've seen this film before yeah <laughs> and they were so young because i think yeah, they were yeah. like uh i i saw they were born in 1909 1910 so they were like 20 yeah it were they were yeah. our age basically oh my god like 20 24 okay. five yeah we can do math so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's right. Yeah, no, it's, it is. So Taylor references them because at the time her and Tom were successful criminals. Not for real. Yeah. <laughs> Until they weren't anymore. And shit started going down. Yeah. Again. So, okay, this is one of my misheard lyrics. <laughs> and I'm saying I tell us which to the other side it's so funny because I, I saw somehow <laughs> you hear that? it was from the behind the scenes video I was oh, convinced okay. it said like Taylor Swift to the other side and I imagine it as if the paparazzi pa- paparazzi paparazzi yeah. were screaming that to her like Taylor Swift to the other side <laughs> because they were <laughs> <laughs> But oh it's, it's not that way. It's always funny for me because like I'm somehow convinced <laughs> it is that way. I will sing this forever as Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I have for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's witched to the other side. So now she's the one driving the car and she's the one in control of the whole situation. Once again, she repeats that her actions shouldn't be a surprise. It was obvious from the very first moment that things would end up this way. She turned him in, so she ended the relationship. She also describes both herself and Tom as traitors. He didn't win because he lost her. She didn't win because he was le- she was left with two more failed relationships, I guess. I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's a tricky situation, I guess. It's a tricky situation, but she ended up, like... She thought that this would... I don't want to say save her, but yeah, save her from the other situation. The the relationship she was in, but she ended up being... I don't know. Wait, I think I read this as us traders, like Taylor and other traders, not Taylor and Tom. Oh. Like, Australians in general. Okay, yeah. Never win. Okay, that's... that's. Fine. But I think it, wor- it works in the way. Like, it would be, like, shady to refer to Tom as a traitor. Because it, it's not like he did anything that was... No, yeah, that we know of. Wrong. No. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but it was, like... It was, like, always very public about the relationship... Okay. Also in interviews, yeah. I don't know, and it was like, it's not what she wanted, clearly. Yeah. So maybe I thought of that, but maybe it's not, like, maybe it's like Taylor yeah. and the other traitors. I but yeah. You like, didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo teaches us yes. this. <laughs> so. yeah, I can wait for Olivia Rodrigo too. Yes. Like, I need that album. 
I'm so excited. Yeah. I know it's in the works, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, she said that. Yeah, I can wait. We love her. We love her. Yeah. Go, obviously. So. But I'm kind of scared because sour was so good. No, don't be that personalist. <laughs> like, yeah. people are so shitty sometimes online. I don't know. And they're, they no, keep yeah, saying, oh, she's never going to beat sour. No, it's no, not no, like no, she has can't. to beat her. No, no, no. Like, no, no, I, I no, didn't want to say let's that. Let's not do that. Yeah, no, yeah, I know, right. I know you. you but I, I'm always like mean it like that. But and if it's not good, who cares? We have sour to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I know it will be good. No, yeah, she's she's great. She's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I trust her. Yeah, look at that getaway car. So she's in the getaway car. She's the only one in the getaway car and she's running away from everyone. She has control over her life again. Um, she left him in the motel bar. It is argued that motels usually don't have bars, but I don't think that's the point. <laughs> we don't think that's the point. Uh, motels are cheap, but mostly they're near the motorway and they're easy to leave with a car, you know, the getaway car. And in the visuals of this song on the Repetition Stadium tour, there were there was a neon sign that read last time motel because she thought this would be I guess her last rebound before committing to another relationship. Yeah. That happened after this. Okay. So she stole the money and the keys, the, the car keys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or or the, the room keys and he was locked <laughs> inside a lock. So funny. <laughs> And then it connects back to high infidelity, lock broken. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he broke the lock because he wanted to get in, in the yeah. model room. Okay. So, okay, let's talk about the money thing. Uh, first of all, we have a parallel with your own, your own kid. With the lyrics, the jokes weren't funny, I took the money. Yeah. And then there is a song by Bleachers that's called Don't Take the Money. I love this song so much. You know, it was written by Jack Antonoff, <laughs> and Lord. And the songs were both released in 2017, so it makes sense that Jack's mind was there in yeah. that place. Yeah. Uh, in the Bleachers song, money is a metaphor for love. We even have the lyrics, love was a currency. Yeah. So what if we had the same metaphor here? So she took the love away and she left the relationship and they never saw each other again. I mean, odds are that they have, but not according to this song. Yeah. <laughs> they, and it, this song was also written like a year after that happened. And yeah. now it's been like six years. <laughs> seven? Seven years. Seven years. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love Don't Take the Money. And I remember... I, th I think, of course, I found Don't Take the Money after listening to Getaway Car. I, yeah. I, I didn't listen to Bleachers before. Yeah, me neither. But when I listened to Don't Take the Money, was, I immediately texted people, Yeah, yeah, like, I remember that. You know, it's kind of like Getaway Car. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and it makes it sense. Is. It's the same person. That <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. And... And he was in the video. He was the one who said took the money. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, he, he was the one who said I took the money. Yeah. And so yeah. It makes sense. Even it makes even more sense. Yeah. 
Um, and then we have a guest. We love Bleachers. Go listen to yeah. Bleachers. Their albums are yeah. so good. Yeah. Let's yeah. support Bleachers because yeah, they always. are great. Yeah, it's so great. great. So, then we have again, I guess, chorus. Yeah, and then we have like an outro that is like beautiful. I love this outro so much. Yeah. And it says, I was running in a getaway car, I was crying in a getaway car, I was dying in a getaway car, said goodbye in a getaway car. A bunch of times. Twice. Okay, so <laughs> so the song ends with the image of Taylor by herself leaving on a getaway car. We have a list of what happens in a getaway car. So first she's crying, then she's dying, and then she said goodbye. So the fact that she's crying and dying means that even though she's the bad person here, she's suffering. And by escaping, she said goodbye to this whole situation. Mm. And I love how it's a, like a climax. It goes from yeah. riding a better car to dying in a better car. Like, yeah. yeah. I guess that's it for the lyrics. Yeah, we finally analyzed Getaway Car. Yeah. And let's just say this is one of my favorite songs for Reputation. Honestly, yeah. I haven't done like um, a ranking of no. the Reputation, but it is, it is in the top five. Yeah, definitely. Honestly. Yeah. Alice, what are your favorite lyrics? I love, really love it. It hit you like a shotgun shot to the heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it too. Um, what about you? So I was confused, but I mean, not confusing, but. I love this outro, the crescendo thing, Yeah. Uh, but I also like, I knew it from the first old fashioned we were cursed, we never had shotgun shot in the dark, yeah. I guess we love kind of the same lyrics, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode, you can find us on Instagram at Secret Session Podcast, on TikTok at Secret Session Podcast, on Twitter at Secret Session TS. Yes. Um, please give us a five-star review on Spotify or Google Podcasts. Yeah, we will figure out eventually how to put this on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. What is Apple Podcast? Yeah. Okay, we will. I swear, we will. And you can also support us by giving us money. Uh, we will take the money and leave. <laughs> no, of course not. But you can, yeah, buy us a coffee, please. Thank you from our coffee account yep. page, which is all in the bio. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week with a song from Evermore. No, with a special session. Oh, sorry, <laughs> first a special session. Okay. So yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.